Hi besties, this is uh, one of your hosts, Jake Taylor, on Not So Peter Priestess Podcast. Uh, in the future, we do have some things coming up. Um, Dusty and I are still like working on how uh, things are going to look in the future for the podcast. Um, lots of exciting things coming up. Um, uh, if you want to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, that helps us get discovered more. Uh, you can also reach us at notsopeterpriesthood at gmail.com, and uh, you can follow us on Instagram at notsopeterpriesthood, and that's a good way to keep updated with the podcast and all the things we're, that are going on with us, and also the things we find out from the church, so uh, please keep your eye out on there. Um, this episode, we are welcome, welcomed with a guest, um, special guest Katie from Not So Molly Mormon, our sister podcast. They are our big sisters, and we love them, and um, anyway, she was gracious enough to join us to talk about a wild um, and crazy story about Teal Swan, who is a uh, quite a character, so um, and I just sat back and relaxed while Dusty and Katie told me all the crazy wild bullshit that, that, that is her whole story, so... Uh, this will be in two parts, so um, basically just sit back and relax and enjoy the ride. listeners sorry but um because you can't see her but katie's hair is like in this like braids but like they're not braids what's going on there <laughs> oh oh so they're just like little ponytails but then you like split it and you tuck it in and you keep doing it yeah. down Topsy yeah. tails, I yeah. <laughs> my mom yeah. had one of those that she would like do our hair with when i was little it ha- we had the little tool to do it yeah. i don't have the tool so i just yeah. do it by hand now but thank you for noticing these are braids up here they're so cute. Yeah. You're so cute. So. Oh, you guys are so sweet. <laughs> I have not washed my hair in five days, and I'm saying that on the air. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I think it's been about that for me, too, because <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. It's in this, like, weird... It's got to go know. with it. It's got to go yeah. with it. Topsy tails it is, you know? Not absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys excited? I'm so excited. Oh, oh excited. Okay. What are we talking about, Dusty? Today, we are going to talk about... Mm-mm, Teal Swan. Uh-oh. And I have so many sources. I might just have the Jake put them in like the show notes because it's like it's a list. Yeah, um, but I we are gonna respond good. to the Hulu documentary, The Deep End. 
um, after I give like some backstory. So we've all watched it. Um, and watching it, I kind of felt like it didn't give a lot of like who she is and how she started. So I wanted to talk about that and then respond to the documentary. If you guys. Yeah, are I think that's perfect, perfect because yeah. they didn't really get too much into her background or childhood. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. And like why she is the way she, I mean, yeah. what <laughs> why she is. Mm-hmm. The way she is. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh, so much. It's I like so... the documentary was like weird because it was like, um, sorry, I know we're going to talk about it later, but I just, I felt like the, it didn't get into her background, but it also like it made her like she was both sympathetic, but also like antagonistic. So I was just like, I didn't know what to believe still. Even at the end, I was just like, I don't know. Do I like yeah. her or do I hate her? I kind of hate her, but I also like I under like I feel like there's more to it, you know? So it's yeah. Just, and there's been other documentaries like she produced her own documentary which was obviously very favorable about who she is and then there's so much stuff on the internet that's like no she's the devil so i think they were trying to like kind of balance both sides and kind of present it that way um yeah yeah so it's very unbiased i like i kind of like that about yeah um so yeah let's give some even though she have you guys seen that she hated that documentary? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, of course she Anyway, did. we can get yeah, into that later. She talks about, like, hate <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so, yeah, I'm kind of low-key obsessed with her because I knew people in, like, the yoga community up here that think she's, like, this great guru. And spoiler alert, I think she's a cult leader. And I think she's dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if we're going to just go ahead and say what we think, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I think she's, I think she's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So Mary Teal Bosworth was born June 16th, 1984 in Santa Fe, New Mexico. But then her family moved to Logan, Utah. So she was surrounded by dun, 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 Mormons. Mormons. And that's where the tie in comes. Mormons. So Teal claims that she was born with extrasensory abilities, seeing auras, invisible entities. She can see past the skin and into your organs and bones. I'm yeah. sorry. Already. <laughs> what? Like, I'm. <laughs> she like, even she like Superman? she says in the like, in the documentary <laughs> that she can she she's like I can tell what you had for dinner or breakfast or whatever. Yep. It I can see it moving through your digestive system. And he's like, No, what did I you have? can't. I'm feel. like, No. I feel no. like that's disgusting too. Like that's right. And then she's like, like, Well, it's all mushed up now, so I can't actually tell you what it is. And I'm like, Ah, oh, how convenient. <laughs> She also claims to be like, yeah, and she also claims to be psychic, yet yeah. she can't foresee all of these other things that I'm sure you're going to talk about. Yeah, so I'll I'll get there's and but just like seeing bones, what? Yeah, <laughs> so it's weird. Crazy. It's, it's a crazy. weird thing to claim, and it's... yeah, she also claims that she was given an IQ test twice as a child and got 170. So like, the average adult is like 90. Einstein was 160. So she's smarter than Einstein. I'm like, okay. Okay. I wonder if she really thinks that she's smarter or if she, I mean, I don't know. I can't decide. Yeah. Like, is she, does she believe her own bullshit? I, yeah, I can't, that's that's why I cannot, I can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, she claims that the Mormons that she grew up around thought she was a devil, that she was a sign of the second coming. She was bullied by kids in school because she was, you know, this evil entity. I mean, maybe. Probably just because you're I fucking mean, weird. But, kids, are, 
kids are shitty. And kids so are I bet, shitty, yeah. I bet she was bullied for being different. Oh, for but, sure. like, not for being the devil incarnate. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. Um, let's see here. Um, so here are some of the claims that she has given. And there are websites dedicated to, like, completely discrediting these claims. So she claims that she was scouted by a New York model agency um, and worked in multiple international fashion shows. Those have been discredited because, like, she'll name, like, I was in Milan on this date. And they can look up and see, no, she wasn't. Um, (laughs) When anybody has called her out, she will not respond to, like, that date. She'll just say, they're just haters. They don't understand me. I'm trying to do something. They're trying to tear me down. Like, she will not respond to the fact that, like, you were not in a place on a certain date that you said you were. Like, she just completely, like, babble talks until you forget about what the question was. Um, so her parents oh, took her to she all these. She really does talk. It's a lot of word salad. Yeah. Yes. Word salad. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what it is, which is like such a thing for cult leaders to do. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Therefore, it's all on you or you're my hater. And I'm right all the time. Yeah. Explain myself. Exactly. Exactly. She just talks until you're like exhausted. Mm. Um, yeah. So her parents did realize that she was having issues. Um, They took her to doctors and alternative healers because she says they were scared to death of her abilities. I think more it was parents seeing a child struggling and they wanted to help in any way possible. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which is huge, especially for that time, because this was, what, like the 80s, 90s? The 80s and 90s, yeah, because she's in between our age, so. Yeah, so the fact that they intervened and wanted to helper was actually is actually huge yeah. and like her parents were hippies and they were like into like all that sort of stuff and so they obviously wanted to support her in any way they could right um but they did take her to china yeah. and she was told there that she had a great gift um and i just want to really remember that like her parents were so they wanted to help their daughter like they took her to china to try and get her help Interesting how much money that must have come. Like, what oh, did your yeah. parents do, right. too? They were park rangers. On a park ranger salary, that they took their daughter yeah. to China? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just like, oh. That's expensive. It yeah. is. Definitely. And to take time away to go there, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, eventually, she was diagnosed with schizophrenia, bipolar, borderline personality disorder, among other things. So, Katie, this is where we get into what you and I were talking about. She started seeing Barbara Snow for therapy. Barbara, Barbara her own I have episode. Feelings. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, I want to do an we episode. To, her, we have to I, get into yeah. like a deep dive. <laughs> so just surface stuff. Um, yes. Barbara Snow was in the middle of the satanic <clears throat> ritual abuse panic that happened in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s in Utah. Um, she coached kids to give details of abuse. She was viewed over like one of those one-way mirrors asking a child over 50 times if they had been abused and only stopped asking about it once the child finally agreed yes I was abused could you imagine could you imagine somebody in your face being like were you abused were you abused were you abused like of course you're gonna be like yeah yeah get away from me just leave me alone get away from me I'm being abused right now (laughs) right yeah um she would have children come to her and two children from completely separate parts of like 
separate areas from completely different families experiencing different things would draw the exact same pictures depicting abuse that they had suffered. But she has never taken notes. She has never videoed her sessions. And um, she has said, like in court, the only proof that she needs of these children talking to her about it is her own integrity as a therapist. Sure, Jen. That's, Barbara, that's Barbara. Yeah. Not, <laughs> she should not have a license. Like no, that she's is not still, okay. And the fact that those she's still children in, drew those yeah. same photos just shows that she Yes. Yeah. And she's just feeding this. I mean, I don't know if she still is doing this kind of shit, but like she was to all these children, convincing yeah. them that they'd been abused when they hadn't. Yeah. So and, she ended up going on probation, but she is now practicing in Salt Lake City. So it's shit like that that gives, um, like, you know how, like, we are just barely getting to this point where mental health and, like, um, psychology is, like, not viewed as, like, hoity-toity, like, weird, you know, and manipulative stuff like that, you know? Like, we're just barely getting to a point where it's actually, like, everybody needs help. Everybody, even if you don't think you need help, you need it, you know? Like, it's just yeah. the world today, like, and um, mental health awareness is huge now, and then that's it's shit like that then it gives it a bad name and that's yeah. why it's yep. taken so long to get us to where we are yeah because people like her that are for whatever reason completely obsessed with the idea that these children are being ritually abused it's nuts there's even i saw something on wikipedia but we can go into this at another time about her being involved with like russell m nelson's daughter and son-in-law being like um Oh. Named. Yeah. Like it's wild. It's oh. so wild. All the way to the top. All the way to the top. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so wow. that's who she saw for therapy. So yeah. That's a great start. Wow. Being Barbara Snow. Yeah. Therapy. Barbara Snow. Tell you, you've She's been gonna get her own episode. <laughs> yeah, she de- definitely is. Um so yeah, so what they used is they talked about repressed memories in these children. They don't remember it, remember what happened to them until they've met with a therapist and the therapist helps them pull out these repressed memories, which is a very, it's a very dangerous practice because most people will say you don't actually, you don't repress memories to the point of never recollecting. You might change things. You might refuse to think about things, but for the most part, like these therapists are going in and planting memories and then saying they're repressed. Yeah. Um, and so it, it not only damages like the the child, but also it it doesn't do any service to actual victims of abuse mm-hmm. because then it's like exactly. where do you you know what I'm saying? You're like feeding it to kids, but it didn't really happen to them. Yeah. And then the kids who it did happen to, you're like questioning them after you learn what therapists like her do. Right. So, and and the children mess. who were actually abused, their story is never going to be as outlandish and in extreme. Yes. It's just yeah. going to be a simple case of like, I'm being abused. And they're like, well, you know, you don't have it that bad. Look at this person who had to like slaughter like, people for ritual stories. Blood. Yeah. Uh, so bad. So bad. Um, OK, so after she starts seeing Barbara Snow for therapy, she begins to recall memories about being by abused by someone she refused to refers to as doc. So there are conflicting reports of who doc actually is. He is a person people have spoken to him. Um, she actually, um, Teal Swan dedicated one of her books to doc, which is weird to me, but, um, but he, the most popular story is that he was a big animal veterinarian that her mother had worked for before she'd married Teal's father 
and had Teal. And so they decided that because Teal loved horses, she was having all these issues, that maybe she should spend some time with horses. And Doc also claims that he does, like, energy healing on animals using his hands and, like, some quantum quantum healing thing. It sounds kind of like okay. Reiki, but on a different <laughs> level. <laughs> um, so there was, like, a connection there that he was going to, like, take her to see horses. She went on a few call-outs with him, and that's what it was. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So there is there is proof that she spent time, limited time with this man. Um, however, according to Teal, he was actually part of a cult called the Blood Atonement Tribe, I believe it's called, or the Blood Atonement Group. And I feel like, I feel like if you're going to be in, I mean, why is it? Okay, so like, I know we came from cult, but like <laughs> <laughs> hearing a name like that, you're like, mm, yeah, that's definitely. That is definitely that's a cult. That's a cult. Yeah, <laughs> like, name like it's that. Not hide anything. <laughs> it's, it's very, very on brand for like satanic panic kind of thing. Yeah, it's like you're named much. something scary, and they're like, I mean, I think this is made up. I don't know. I think she probably was abused by someone in in her childhood. I don't know, like for yeah. sure, but I don't think it was by a group called the Blood Atonement Cult. Yeah, I, just think I don't think so either. Yeah. But, um, but she says that they practiced blood rituals and occult practices. So trigger warning for everybody. This is this is bad. This is what Teal claims she suffered from from the ages of six to 19. And I'm just going to go through a list. Um, this is written in an email um, you can find on mormonstories.org. It's from episode 1607. It's an actual email that was sent from Teal to her friend Diana. Um, Diana Hansen Ribeira is on Mormon Stories talking about growing up with Teal Swan. So just to reference that, if you want to read the email, it's there in written form. But I'm just going to give a part of it, which is the list of things, the abuses that she suffered from ages 6 to 19. So buckle in, folks. It's bad. Um, Okay. She was tortured physically and sexually in rituals. She was forced to participate in sacrifices. She was raped, starved, underwent three abortions performed by Doc with veterinary equipment. She was photographed for sadomasochist pornography. She was sold to men for sex out of an outdoor gas station bathroom. She was kept locked up in basements. She was kept in a hole in Doc's backyard. She was exposed to electroshock programming. Forced to undergo isolation torture. Left overnight tied up in the lava caves in southern Idaho. Forced to participate in necrophilia and bestiality. Drugged repeatedly by Doc with veterinary meds such as ketamine. Chased through Idaho and Utah wilderness by Doc playing a tracking game and she was tortured if she was caught. And she was used as a lure for children who three of them were ending ended up killed and buried in Doc's yard. So just one thing I want to talk about address on this list um, where it states that she was used as a lure for other children to be kidnapped by this cult and then used in their rituals. Um, the email states that Teal grew up 10 minutes from the border. This is not true. She was born in Santa Fe, New Mexico, which is a four hour drive from the Mexico border, but she actually grew up in Logan, which is nowhere near the border. So just that part alone 
is a blatant lie. So, and I can only imagine they, there's no dead children or children's skeletons in Batman's yard. Yeah. He's been talked to several times by police. There's nothing to indicate that he is involved in ritualistic sacrifice of children and babies. Or that, yeah, she was buried in his yard for however long. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in episode 1607 of Mormon Stories, John Dillon interviews Diana, who was a friend of Teal's growing up, and she talks about how Teal claims that Doc would come and steal her in the night and take her away. But Diana says there's no way this could have been happening. They were always at each other's houses. They were doing sleepovers. They were hanging out all the time. There was never any size signs of bruising or cuts on Teal's body during this time that would indicate that she'd been tied up, that she'd been cut for rituals or anything of that sort. Yeah. She has also claimed that at the same time she was doing international modeling shows. (laughs) Um, How are you doing both? Right. Yeah. So Diana goes into a lot more detail on the episode. It's an incredible, I've watched it. It's incredible. Um, But she was struggling. So Diana was struggling with suicidal, suicidal ideation at the time. And it seemed to actually spread to Teal. So Diana was actually struggling with like eating disorders and like self-harm. And as she was getting attention for that, it seemed like Teal was like, oh, suddenly I'm having these issues and these suicidal ideations. And there was a point where the parents actually separated the girls because they were just making each other worse. Oh, shit. Um, and then Diana also talks about how the, her first introduction to pornography was Teal showing her images that were extremely violent and very disturbing pornographic oh. images. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating. So it's like yeah. Teal is claiming these things are happening to her, happening to her but she's kind of I don't yeah. know. Yeah. She's finding it on dial up internet, right? Yeah. <laughs> um I heard and I don't know if you're going to cover this, but I heard she also claimed that um she doc would like I don't know if you're going to get to this, maybe I shouldn't say. That it has something to do with like dead bodies. Yeah, oh. No, I didn't cover that part, so please feel so free that to add to the So, like, cut open corpses, and then he would put her inside and sew it back up. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, that's not even physically possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. anyway. It's, yeah, some that's of her, funny. a lot of her claims, you're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, what? Was that in some kind of creepy dream you had? Because yeah. that's not physically possible for a lot of that stuff to happen. Yeah. And so going back to Teal's parents, I feel like even the most out of touch brain dead parent is going to notice at some point if their daughter is repeatedly being taken at night. And she's even said that Doc would come pull her out of school in the middle of the day. Like a teacher is going to be like, admin is going to be like, I'm sorry, you're not her parent. Like any. There's going to be some evidence, even if they don't stop it right then, you could ask them and then they would remember it from the past. Like, there would be some evidence if any of this happened. Yeah. And someone would see that it's, like, fishy behavior. Like, something's going on. Like, yeah. this man just keeps pulling this girl out of school. And then the next like day she's covered with cuts and her wrists are Nobody been said screwed. anything. Nobody yeah. did anything. Like, there's... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, so, and then also, she claims that she was pregnant with twins. And he gave her drugs to start an early labor and she could not go to the hospital because she was so out of it. So she drove to the desert and had babies in the desert. And I'm like, that is such what? 
Like you, you drive couldn't, the desert, you couldn't drive the to the hospital, but you could drive out into the desert. And like she goes into graphic detail. Um, it's still published on the internet. Her like explanation of what happened, and I could not read through it. It was, it was awful. It was just awful of what she's saying. Almost like sounds like she just has a really vivid imagination, and she's yeah. just kind of like all these like Dark. mental health issues are like yeah playing a part in it because she's just um like she just makes up all the makes up all these like huge things these terrible dark things and it's just because it's like and maybe in her head she thinks that actually happened but it just yeah and i don't know yeah that's that's crazy and just the fact that she was pregnant with twins for multiple months some like no one noticed somebody's gonna notice that you know how old was she supposed to be at that time I could not see because there's so many pregnancy claims and abortion claims. It's all she's not very her timeline is all over the place. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So but it was between the ages of six and 19. So. Mm. um, Yeah. So So a child that would be based that would be pregnant with twins. You would definitely notice. (laughs) Especially a child who is not having like a period. Sorry, listeners. And the mom, like, I don't know how it is in other houses, but it would always be like with our mom, we'd be like, we put tampons or whatever on the shopping list. Right. Oh yeah. And a mom's going to notice I have not bought anything for my daughter in several months. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, um, so Teal started her own self-help group and she calls herself the leader of an authenticity movement. And she creates YouTube videos. Um, Stephen, Dr. Stephen Hassan, um, who we have talked about a lot of times, he created the bite model for cults. He mm-hmm. quotes, Teal Swan is a spiritual guru that uses YouTube videos to exploit people struggling with depression. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Teal well, Swan's net worth is actually hard to pin down. She has 1.3 million YouTube subscribers, which is easily six figures that she's pulling just from YouTube alone. But she also has books, paintings. She's, um, leads retreats and she lectures all over the world. Aren't her retreats like hella expensive too? Like, like they're just five thousand dollars, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that too right there. She's making money off that. That's yeah. anyway. And this is what we were kind of talking about earlier. She claims that she is an Arcturian alien that is part <laughs> of a mission with eleven other aliens that have been placed around the galaxy. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. So that's how she had the twins in the desert because she's an alien. Yeah. And maybe maybe, maybe aliens. aliens carry their babies differently, so maybe. she was able to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and she also I can't remember what the f- there's like these Arcturian f- records that talk about what has happened in man's past, present, and future, and she can read those. She claims, yet she can't tell when things are going to happen to her. Yeah, she can't really tell the future, but she can read. Yeah. The woman is batshit. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild how many followers she has. Oh, and they call themselves the Teal Tribe, which... Can we just discuss a white woman using the word tribe and and just, like, how problematic that is? Like, yeah. yeah. That's not cool. Yeah. So that's what I have for the background of Teal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That was a wild ride. I um when I had never heard Dusty's the one that told me about her and I was like, oh. So I looked her up and I was like, oh, she's she looks pleasant, you know, she's like pretty, she's gorgeous, you know. She's a very like she has that beautiful auburn long, hair that's long um, hair and, and yeah. she's just she's got like bright 
like blue eyes or and she's just I can see the draw, you know, mm-hmm. because she's got like a she does there's something about her that's like, okay, you're you know, and people that are cult leaders are known to be charismatic and they're just that's you have to be a certain way. She yeah. follows that brand. She follows the but it's different because it's a, a woman. And, yeah. You know, and it's just like there's not there's very few at least that I can think of. I don't know. Maybe. But like usually they're, they're men. So it's just yeah. like the fact that it's a woman leading this thing and just like and um, and she's yeah. she buys it's like does she buy her own bullshit? Does she like is she just like that shit? <laughs> I think she yeah. is. But like. <laughs> Like, I can't tell if she truly believes these things have happened to her because she's very monotone when she talks about all the things, which, I mean, I know people who have suffered from great traumas and it's just become, like, mechanical where they just, like, talk about it and get it out so that they can continue on with the conversation or whatever. But I don't know. I just, I feel, I don't know that I believe that she believes it happened to her. Yeah, I think if she did, her stories would be more consistent. Yeah, because her timeline is so all over the place. And, like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I've had a traumatic birth that ended in death. And I know the time that that baby was born and the yeah. date that that baby was born. And so to be like, it, it was this time. Oh, it was this time. Oh, it was. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah. personally, my opinion, allegedly, all those things we have to say, I just feel like she's full of shit. I think she is too. And it's unfortunate because like, I always want to believe someone when they say that they've been abused, but when, when she's a very much approved liar and manipulator, it's like, I don't know when to believe anything you say, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, Cause there's so like, there's multiple websites that are dedicated to like proving her wrong. Like this is not true. This is not true. Yeah. So well, it's just anyway. like you said, Katie, how he, um, stuff like this um, makes it harder to believe real victim, like people that actually are victims of abuse. And um, we talked about that in my uh, victim advocacy training was that um, like they're just like we were trained to believe all victims, regardless of how like and we don't. We don't even ask for their story, but like, if they tell their story and it's outlandish, we we have to we have to believe them because we are their advocate. And so, I don't, it, this is where it's just like it comes like, oh, okay, uh, but I I can't believe yeah. her. <laughs> and <laughs> yes, it just I can't. sucks because you want to you want to always believe, <laughs> but then you're like, I can't believe that you were sewn into another human and that yeah. you are an alien. Like I just don't believe you. It's the alien thing for me that directly is like, oh. Okay. Like there's Honey. Some oh, okay. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. 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 <laughs> like let's take, <laughs> let's just calm down for just a second and just revisit this. Really yeah. It's like so. some of those things is like okay, all that stuff that she's been through, like hunted in Idaho for like and tortured if she got caught, like uh, all the dark things, you know, and it's just like how is she functioning? How is like there's got to like if the if you, those things really did happen to her like how 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 yeah. could you like even just the minimum thing that she talks about that happened like the right the normal human would not be able to like not be functioning be, be in a cycle no. yeah it would be in a yeah. cycle because you couldn't we wouldn't want to like all that trauma like yeah yeah no 
Mm-mm. And it's and she exaggerates everything. Like everything that comes out of her mouth is an exaggeration. She, like she talks about how she was on like the U.S. ski team and she was getting ready for the Olympics. And they've talked <laughs> to the coaches and they were and she like, she was a model too at some point. Oh, and she was an international. And the coaches are like, yeah, she skied. She was nowhere near good enough to be even competing to even get to the Olympics. Like, but she did. So she'll take something that is true and she blows it up. That she is the top of the top, the best of the best, the most extreme. And so I feel like that's, like, maybe I absolutely believe that there was some sort of abuse that happened to her. Absolutely. I don't think that she was ritually cut and bled for, you know, occult rituals. I don't think that that's what happened to her. I really don't. I'm so, my heart hurts for anybody who has been abused in any way. But to take your mm-hmm. abuse and to trump it up so huge and then make millions of dollars off of other people who are coming to you, I it is icky and I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, it's wrong. It's just perpetuating the abuse, honestly. It was because yeah. she, she's just pushing that abuse on other people. Yeah, because like, like nobody wants to hear about being thrown into dead bodies, like. I mean, we all watch horror movies and we read horror books, but like to have somebody looking you in the face and be like, this happened to me. I don't want to have that conversation. Like that is very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So if you want to get into the documentary. Yes. Yes. All right. So episode one is called the lost toys. (laughs) Um, So the screen text that starts off the show while she's like holding this woman in the water um, says Teal offers spiritual guidance and techniques that promise to heal past trauma. People from around the world buy her books, attend her live stage events and apply for her exclusive retreats. And then um, she's like walking through like with her handlers or whatever for like a meet and greet. And she literally says, I'm not like a typical celebrity. I wrote that down. Honey. I wrote that down and I was like, oh God, I already, <laughs> I mean, here's Liberty. the thing too, like what you were saying, Jake, how I think she can come off as like likable or kind of like you're interested at first. For yeah. me, it took like 30 seconds and I was like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like if you think, like, think of like the biggest celebrity you can think of, like, okay, Lady Gaga, do you think she sits down with her team and is like, okay, so dealing with me is not like a typical celebrity. Like, yeah, I'm not a typical celebrity. You have to uh, leave. You have to do this and this and this and this for me because I am so famous. Like I could not imagine really anybody being, well, maybe Amber Heard, but. <laughs> oh God. Well, and you brought up Lady Gaga, and like she has talked about, she's been sexually abused, and she doesn't, but she doesn't, she talks about it in a way of like um, advocating for victims. She's not using than, it like, to sell CDs. Oh, uh, Do we buy yeah. CDs anymore? <laughs> yeah. We just oh call them albums now. Dustin. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but you can tell, like, I feel like right when that documentary starts, she is. A true narcissist. Uh huh. Everything like she, she says. It's she's just she's the biggest celebrity. Everybody loves her. Everybody's flocking. She truly to thinks her. like she says over and over that she's you know the best in the world, the most important person in the world. Yeah. No one's above her. Which she I'm like, answers to nobody. Yeah. 
Which and I'm like, girl, I just barely heard about you. Like, you've been around for how long and I just barely heard about you? You can't be the biggest celebrity. You're not a like, no okay. like, Weird yoga people would talk about her and I'd be like, what? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> um. So during her stage event, she calls herself a mirror. Mirror. Yeah. Um, and she's talking to this woman and she flat out asks this woman who says she isn't happy, well then why are you on this planet? And I was like, Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Ah. So she has been called the suicide catalyst by multiple people. Yeah. And again, trigger warning for everyone. She literally tells people to imagine their death, their suicide attempt, and to fruition. She says, put yourself in that place and imagine you actually taking your life. And I am like, Jesus Christ, don't do that. That is not, that is not the opposite opposite of what you want to do. Yeah, Yeah, that's like proven to, yeah, when you visualize something, you're more likely to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Encouraging suicide. Yeah. It pushes it from ideation to actual like actualization yeah actualization yeah, yeah. yeah that's the word yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, and she guys she was wearing a spiritual gangster sweater I and i was like <laughs> i'm so glad that mine got a big giant hole in it and i recycled it because i would have had to throw it away <laughs> burn it burn it <laughs> i was like don't you be wearing spiritual gangster shit uh-uh uh-uh <laughs> Uh, that was just my little leg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, she calls. She calls like the whole imagining your suicide. She actually calls suicide a reset button, which also yeah. is problematic. Because we become something else after this life, so suicide is actually just hitting the reset button early. Which do not tell that to God someone who's oh, contemplating so, suicide. So icky. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. So yeah. I I started listening to a podcast about the about her, and I think it was like the first episode where they talk about. Uh, you might be getting into this, but like the first episode, they kind of they talk about a a woman that actually committed suicide because of yeah. Till. Yeah. And like pushing her into it. Um, yeah. And her husband still if... is a Teal supporter. God. Oh jeez. Could you? Oh. But it's because he's brainwashed into it, too. He's thinking, like, my wife who's yeah. suffering has reset and is now somewhere where she's yeah. probably happier. And I'm like, Did oh. you hear that um, he, so when she Teal first met that couple, she told them that she knew them in a past life and that she and that man were actually married in a past yeah. life. And so they be- yeah. he became, like, really enamored with her and was like, oh, like, I mean, you know, and she's pretty, so you, like, develop. I don't know, maybe this crush kind of thing going on. Yeah. Nuts. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. It's disgusting. It's all gross. I feel like yeah, I need a shower. I know. <laughs> it's going to get worse. Sorry. Yeah. I know. Um, I know. So, so in that first episode, Kevin, one of her followers, is asking Teal, like, who do you look up to? Like, who is your guru? And she's getting, like, aggressively... Bad mad about it like yeah. why should I have to look up to anyone would you ask the Dalai Lama who he looks up to and I'm like like it was so uncomfortable just even watching it on the screen I was like I don't want to be in this situation mm-hmm. immediate I would leave I'm getting covered in hives right now right yeah. <laughs> she was just like and she's oh. like staring him down with like those eyes of like, of like why, why are you questioning me yeah. she was like 
So we gather up all the fastest runners in the Jeez. world. And you ask the fastest runner, who do they look up to? That's like you asking me who I look up to. Like, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, I'm girl. pretty sure like the fastest runner in the world still has somebody who inspires him. Like, yeah. or her, yeah. or her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're introduced to Blake. Uh-huh. Um, the backstory on Blake is apparently um, Teal ran away at the age of 19 from her situation and went to Blake's house and he hid her. And so they became romantically involved for a year. Um, and since they have broken up, Teal has been married, I believe, five times. And yep. Blake has not had a single relationship. Yeah. And mm. Teal is extremely possessive of him. Very much so. Like, controls yeah. that yeah. state. But we learn that... The whole relationship. It's so, it's so gross, yeah. And we so learn that Blake has met this woman at a retreat. Her name's Juliana. She's from Germany. And has oh, fallen in I love. Like Me too. She's yeah, they're sweet. sweet. Yeah. And so he's bringing Juliana to Utah to be with him. And... Mm-hmm. You can tell Teal is not oh, down with this plan. Hit. You. She's yeah. like, I'm you're so You can bring somebody into our circle. Yeah, you're bringing someone in. Can we trust in. this woman? She's, She's going to learn about me. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And I was just like, oh, damn. When she was saying stuff like that, I was like, um, you're bringing somebody in that can expose me is basically what I was thinking of. Like, she knows. That, that to me was like, ding, ding, ding. She doesn't believe her own bullshit. She's just perpetuating this thing yeah. because she's making money off of it yes. and then the people in bringing her some circle. stranger into here yeah they yeah. all know yeah it's, it's just it's, like the church too they all know at the top yeah well, i'm sure they do and, <laughs> there's lots of connections. but they can't say anything because it's like yeah. a ugh. and how yeah. they like safeguard themselves and they have all this legal shit in place just like teal does like can't say anything yeah ugh an NDA probably like a non-disclosure yeah. agreement kind of thing. Yeah, we'll get into on. that a little bit later too. The um, non-negotiables. The yeah. non-negotiables. Yeah. Do you have any other <laughs> notes you want to bring up about episode one, Katie? Oh, I just wrote that. Um, it seems like she really attracts like vulnerable people that really oh, want absolutely. to feel something that they're they're like searching for something. Yeah. And then she brings them in, and then but and she like diagnoses them with things sometimes. Of, yeah. like mental health wise and she's just not qualified to do that no um i listened to the podcast gizmodo um, oh yeah did a podcast on her and he said how he found out about her is because he like was going through a really rough time and he had like even typed in like depression and she hashtags all of her videos like suicide depression sadness loss like she just all mm-hmm. the hashtags to just bring in people that are struggling yeah which brings us to missionaries, how I was told as a missionary to look for people who are grieving, who are going through divorces, who are going through all this stuff, who had depression and all that stuff. Those are the people you want to help. Yeah. Help, quote help. unquote. Yeah. But there it's was because even, they're the easy ones to get. Yeah. There was yeah. a meme going around recently that said, have you ever heard of anybody finding God in when they're happy? No, they no. always find God when they're going that. through the yeah. dark. Yes, it was you. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> they find God when they're going through shit and then that mm-hmm. helps them. And it's because religion preys on people who are vulnerable. All, all of them like, do. 
why so many people find God in prison because mm-hmm. like, well, I've got nothing else to do. I'm at the lowest exactly. point in my life. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. We're going to move on to episode two. Just give me one second. I need to go blow my nose. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dusty nose blowing break. it gets its own jingle yeah dusty's gonna hear this later blow that nose dusty blow it blow it (laughs) um can i just say i normally don't like say anything about how people look but i i feel like i can say this about teal because she sucks her eyebrows bother me i just put that out there oh really yeah, they bother me, but I, I might just look. be the only one. They they there remind me of my eyes. eyebrows in like 2002, which is probably why I don't like. Oh them. yeah, that's probably, <laughs> well. I mean, so when I um, the more like more I watched the documentary, the like less pretty she became. Like your well, yeah, first, yeah, she's so mean. You know, like, yeah. 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 No, I was yeah. just like, she's evil. Yeah, she's so <laughs> mean, so she doesn't look pretty. I gotta look at her um eyebrows now. <laughs> so I brought it up on your on your break, your nose blowing break, Dusty. Oh <laughs> yeah, those are two like early I was just 2000s. Like, I don't like to talk shit unless the person is an evil cult leader, and then I will. Right. And her eyebrows were yeah. mine in like 2002. Oh really? I just can't. Oh absolutely. They're and they're so like thin and like far, really far apart. apart. Oh, I have to Google. Yeah, yeah I've always had like just... massive eyebrows. Like they just oh, cannot I be tamed. I love them. So. Your brows are amazing. Both of you have really yes. nice eyebrows. Thank you. <laughs> Very valid. Thank you. Well, see, oh, yeah, they definitely. This is They're a like secret, the comma. But, uh, well, it's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, I just barely started tinting my eyebrows because they're blonde, oh. so you can't see them, and they actually make a huge difference. So nice. now, all the, now all the listeners know that <laughs> they all know your time. brows are tinted. They didn't grow that color. <laughs> I want to tint mine, but I'm so blonde. I feel like I would be like, oh, she tints her eyebrows. <laughs> so I just do, like, do like the blonde brown. brow pencil. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anyway, eyebrows. Back to Teal Swan. Okay. Teal has terrible eyebrows. Teal Swan's comma eyebrows. <laughs> they are. They're just like perfect. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be the title of the <laughs> episode. Teal Swan's comma eyebrows. Uh, I would say I'm sorry, Teal, but I'm not because you are a monster. So. <laughs> she really is. Okay, so episode two is called The Safe Place, and I immediately was like, mm-mm. It is The Unsafe Place. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I wanted to, um, you guys might address this later, but, like, um, I was, like, the whole format, like, we were talking about her preying on vulnerable pe- vulnerable people. Uh, her whole format for um, her show, her show, is that what they call it? Like, her, yeah. her concert? Anyway, whatever, I don't know. She's her, a like, event? Her yeah. event, yeah. yeah. Um, so she'll get people out of the out of the audience and uh, pull them up onto this like couch, basically, and she just like stares at them, <laughs> and yeah. then uh, like talks to them all weird and just like asks them weird questions, and they're just like they end up sobbing at the end. I'm just like, yeah. And she's just talking gibberish, like she's not yeah. actually saying anything helpful, but they're trying to make it work some spiritual way and then they have everyone in the crowd that's like egging it on yeah it's yeah. A, it's fascinating to watch you're like holy yeah. shit they're all like under her spell 
Yeah. I think it was the Gizmodo podcast that talked about a man that was like pulled on stage and he was like, I don't have friends. I'm very awkward. I feel very isolated. And so she like chose someone out of the audience and brought him up and she was like, you are now yeah. friends. And they ended up living together. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what? power. Whoa. Didn't they show that on the, on the I don't know show. if it was that one. I didn't see that. I, that I didn't see it in the, yeah, I think we've listened to the, or maybe I told you about it. I don't know. But yeah, it was, I think it was Gizmodo. I could be wrong. But yeah, this poor kid was like that he was like living with this random dude and he was like, I didn't like him. He did it because he was And he could tell like your energy matches his energy and so you are now friends and you will be good together and he 